Hey everyone, welcome to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah, where I speak to guests from across the UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today I am joined by special guest Rabia, who is founder of Medira, a company that works closely with governments and corporations to find innovative solid waste management solutions. <laughs> did I get that right? You did. Thanks a lot, Sarah, for having me. It's a real pleasure. Of course. Thank you so much for being on the show. So there's so much to unpack from the name that I just gave here. So what is your story? Why are you interested in the sustainability space and how did Medita come about? Great. So, so my story is kind of rooted back in 2015 when in Lebanon there was a major waste crisis mm -hmm. and effectively you opened your door and you will see waste outside of your house. And a lot of people started to think about how we can solve this problem. We applied for a grant and we received the grant to develop a model waste management program in 2017 with a group of people uh, and universities. And during that process from 2017 to 2020, we learned a lot about the waste management uh, industry and uh, got us to understand what is the key issue in the industry and led us to eventually launch Nadira. Wow. Okay. This goes international apparently. So what, you know, what, what inspired you to, to, to actually take a step forward? I know that we, you know, we talk a lot about sustainability and how we can, you know, recycle and, you know, separate like the plastics from the, you know, the papers, but what made you think I actually need to do something? Well, it's, it's because of that event and because we, we realized that the issue that actually is in waste mismanagement mm -hmm. is something that nobody has tackled in the way that we tackled it before. And we found that to be a topic that we can tackle in a different way than it, how it was tackled before. Let me expand on that a little bit. So basically, waste mismanagement is not a technical issue. It's a behavioral issue. So people have to change their attitudes, people and governments and companies throughout the value chain to be able to recycle. So mm -hmm. it's not uh, if somebody sorts their waste and put it outside their villa, it's not automatic that this waste or these recyclables are going to be actually recycled. So you have to make sure everybody's doing their part across the value chain. And that's what Nadira does. We actually gl glue this ecosystem together and we make sure that everybody's incentivized and everybody's monitored to actually do the right thing across the value chain. You said a very interesting word there, the behavioral element. So yeah. what, how did that become a, an ingredient in this entire uh, exercise? Yeah, so, so if you don't sort your waste and everybody throws their waste in, a, in a one bin and you wanna try to take it apart later on, it's very difficult. Everybody's commingled together, organic food with recyclables and everything gets contaminated and you cannot actually take it apart. Right. How it's done in Europe, it's this, this is how the model is, is by everything gets segregated. And once it gets segregated, then it's easy to recycle and it can happen in a natural way. However, mm -hmm. to get it segregated, it's a behavioral change. Right. And here there's a, a notion that I got uh, told about by Dr. Salma Musa, which is the collective action, right? So if you ask a collective group to make a change, then everybody's going to say, why am I going to contribute for an action that's going to collectively make a, a, a better global good? Mm -hmm. Versus if you ask every single person to do something different and this person is going to be either incentivized or disincentivized, then they pay attention, right? So I they see. don't pay attention on the collective action part, mm -hmm. but they pay, act pay, pay attention on the individual 
part yeah, what i'm doing to me exactly because so. because that's going to be uh, monitored and they're going to be compensated or they're going to be told look you're not following the laws of sorting from source and then people very quickly they start doing the right thing and we've collected data and we've been able to prove quantitatively mm -hmm. what i'm just talking to you about that's incredible. So you've actually been able to do the research and base your company and kind of your business model on the scientific facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's incredible. It's, it's interesting to see kind of how much homework you've done, right? So it's not just about a business that makes a profit. It's about actually, no, I am using factual information and my research and, and the support of other researchers, researchers, like you mentioned, to be able to put this together to actually make a tangible difference. 100%. So, so the data was, was, it drove to prove our hypothesis, mm -hmm. and then we built our technology uh, uh, sets based on this data. So now what we do in terms of our digital products that we have in the market, our tracking system using a QR code system that we have internationally patent right now. Wow. So it's pending, but we have filed our international patent for how we track if people actually are recycling or, or not. And the way that we engage using digital media all of it has been built based on this data sets that were collected that validated our hypothesis when we launched on data. So. I see. So people can kind of can, can sign up to this to the, to the platform, to the app, uh, so to speak. And then when they're part of the system, you can track how they're actually um, uh, kind of sorting through their waste, if they're going through the right process. What happens if someone does a, makes, makes a mistake? So we tell them. So th that's, that's what we have patented, actually. So we tell <laughs> them that you made this mistake. Please avoid, for example, putting a bag of chips in the bag of recyclables because Whoa. a bag of re uh, chips is not a recyclable item. However, just want to clarify, I think we work on community side because we cannot go and tackle any, every single household. It dilutes our effort. Right. So we like to concentrate our effort because we bring a much bigger impact by being concentrated on communities. So individuals wouldn't be able to sign up directly to our service, but okay. we sign up a full compound or a neighborhood oh, or, or a city mm -hmm. that is able to work with us on this. Okay, that makes more sense. I see. Um, okay, so I know that you have, you know, you told me that you've, you've uh, signed up for, s or you're uh, filing for patents, and I know that you have work uh, globally and locally that you're working on. Are there any kind of major partners that you can, that you've recently uh, entered agreements with, or how, like, how are you expanding? Absolutely. So, so this is a, a very big problem, and it's, it's not realistic for one entity or a startup to think it can work on its own to get it solved. Mm -hmm. So we have a, a, a large set of partners. Last time I, I counted them, they're kind of more than 20, and they go all the way from governments to waste collection companies to communities wow. uh, into retailers and brand owners, right? So all of the, the stakeholders across the value chain have to buy into what you're trying to do, and they have to contribute into what you're trying to do to be successful. Going alone and trying to kind of save the world alone in such a yeah. interwinded topic is is impossible. It's of not, course. I, I wouldn't even say it's challenging, it's impossible. So you have to, to uh, work around all of these stakeholders, which is a challenge, but at the same time, it's an opportunity because all of them today, with what's happening in the world and the awareness that has been brought in uh, on uh, social impact, people actually want to make difference and they want to make the change and they are listening more than let's say five years ago when this topic was was almost non-existent. So very interesting. Okay, so it's good to know that like you you're I think the fact that you're being pragmatic about it. It's like I will do what I can, but I can't do this alone. 
and you're not just like kind of you know kind of going on social media being who can join you know Nadira who can come with me it's actually looking at the people that can make a change and can influence the community absolutely 100% 100% that's amazing yeah. so I mean, this sounds like such an incredible story. I, uh, what kind of challenges have you faced and how have you overcome them? Well, well it's funny you mentioned it because that's exactly what, what we're talking challenges. about, which <laughs> is getting all of these stakeholders to talk together. It is a challenge on its own because it mm -hmm. takes a lot of effort and a lot of uh, kind of uh, socializing that idea with the various stakeholders. And only it takes one person to say no or to not, not make a decision to stall things and make it go go uh, slower ah, so the speed of this conversation is not as optimal as we would like it to be uh, i'm not saying we, we are stalled indefinitely but sh surely getting all of these stakeholders aligned and getting them on one boat in one direction yeah. is challenging but it's it's uh, it's going in the right direction at least for now for us and uh, what we are banking on is uh, because now we have multiple projects that are uh, uh, happening in parallel mm -hmm. so we have 14 actually between Saudi Arabia between uh, UAE Dubai Abu Dhabi wow. uh, in Lebanon of course and we're even launching in Egypt very soon so these are gonna help us in getting the the assurances that our system works and then that's gonna facilitate subsequent conversations that's that's incredible so I mean I I, th I think we've heard so much uh, interesting conversation today I feel like I now will figure out the better way to recycle because I've been doing it wrong this whole time um, well my last question for you today is what word of advice do you have for listeners who might you know feel like they are a don't have enough influence to to make a difference in the community and B want to start a business for, to find a solution to this kind of challenge so uh, so basically for people that want to start a business like in general like about startups and and yeah i mean if they want to if they have a passion project or if mm. they have something that they see is a big problem in the community and they want to start a business to tackle that mm. considering the fact that you're doing something which is incredibly difficult and mm. you know succeeding at it how what kind of what advice mm. you have for listeners who are on okay it's, it's a great point um my my major advice is like, like I, I think we all walk around and we see things around us that we don't like and we tend to kind of nag about it and then move on. Yeah. I, I think I think there's a lot of room for people to do things about it rather than just kind of complaining about it, right? Like uh, if you just take action and you can do it all the way from an individual level down to actually leading your community to eventually doing a startup and having a, a scalable impact you'll be surprised how much audience you'll have from people, particularly from government entities that actually want to do things differently. So for example, we were part of the MAN program in Abu Dhabi that supports nice. social startups. They opened so much doors for us. They gave us a grant, they gave us a lot of uh, mentorship, and they're always available one phone call away to help us out. So, and, and they, they are there to make a social change and to, to make uh, Abu Dhabi a, a better emirate, right? So. Uh, start something uh, it can be something that you do uh, as you change individually so in, in the case of waste management you can start by, by reducing your footprint by being more thoughtful mm -hmm. before you buy stuff before taking that bag with you you can just carry things on your own which is something that's happening exactly. quite a bit today all the way to saying look I there's a problem here and I think I have a solution let me propose that solution and do a startup and benefit yourself and get paid for it 
at the same time being able to make a social impact. I think that's that balance is is gold. Mm -hmm. And for people that that want to start that, I highly advise them to do it. At the same time, it's tough. It's not an easy <laughs> journey. So I, w I really don't want to like oversell it. It's it's a very very tough journey, uh, but it's very rewarding as well. And I invite everybody to to uh, embark on it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me on the yeah, show today. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thank you all. And uh, you heard it here first. Uh, you guys can check out Nadira on social media, especially on LinkedIn, and of course, uh, Rabia himself on social media. And if you guys have any questions, please drop your comments uh, below, and we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>